From Radio Cayman's Newsroom, I'm Shana Gallego with your latest news. It's a hefty fine for Flow after utilities regulator Offreg last month issued its determination confirming the telecommunications operator breached the terms of its license twice. Details from Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Solins. Offreg says it did so by firstly increasing its business customer rates from $30 to $34.99 from January 2019 to April 2022 without approval to do so, and secondly, by failing to comply with its obligation to provide data to the regulator as part of a quarterly data reporting requirement. The regulator has now issued a final determination imposing a fine on flow of $400,000 for the unapproved price increase and delivered a warning for the data reporting breach. Offreg confirms Flow has now paid the fine. Offreg's power to discipline licensees in breach is governed by the Utility Regulation and Competition Act, which provides for two courses of action. To apply administrative fines or to issue a warning. Under the administrative fines provision, a maximum fine of up to 500000 may be imposed and a fine of 25000 for every day the breach continues after the time to appeal a determination has passed. I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins. A significant interception by the Customs and Border Control, CBC, results in two arrests Tuesday. This report from Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin. The CBC reports three unlicensed firearms and over 100 rounds of ammunition were intercepted along with a quantity of cannabis and cannabis products which were being imported through a courier company. Two Caymanian men were arrested in connection with the importation of unlicensed firearms and ammunition and are currently in custody as the investigation progresses. The three firearms are 9mm handguns. CBC director Charles Clifford said this is a significant interception. He commends the CBC officers for their diligence and focus on their tasks. He said they are our frontline heroes. He continued by saying they are concerned about the amount of drugs in various forms and other contraband that they continue to seize at various control points. He said the recent seizure of these three firearms and ammunition along with the associated arrests validates the intelligence-led risk management methodology. Senior Deputy Director Bruce Smith, who heads up CBC's intelligence, investigations and Sister Island's portfolio, also commended the officers on the interception of the firearms and ammunition. Mr. Smith said, quote, our investigation section will now conduct a robust investigation which will support criminal charges against the perpetrators. Reporting for Radio Cayman News. I'm Dion Anglin. CBC officials say this is now a joint investigation with partners at the Royal Canal's Police Service, RCIPS. CBC says, quote, we will go where the evidence leads us. Dozens head to Sir Vassal Johnson Hall at the University College of the Cayman Islands Wednesday night to weigh in on the country's current minimum wage legislation. Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller brings us this report. For the second time this week, a government board has reached out to the public for feedback as it looks to modernize local laws. On Tuesday, it was the draft sexual harassment bill. Wednesday night, it was minimum wage. And residents turned out to ask questions and offer their insight into the issue. But I'll just like to say that wage, I understand the purview of your responsibilities here, but wages is a much bigger consideration than salaries. So my question is, how is this committee looking to combat these loopholes and and will there be a new process 
that makes it mandatory for employers to record these gratuities um, into a person's wage so that they now have physical evidence of what they actually earn, allowing Caymanians who actively make a career in hospitality to actually be able to afford a home in Cayman. I just want to know, what is the percentage of residents currently earning minimum wage? And based on this figure, on a global scale, are we doing favorably or is it unfavorable? Representatives from the advisory committee were on hand to collect as much information as possible as they were to present government with a recommendation by September 30th. We are very aware that the vulnerability line is currently at 650, which means that in our current conditions economically, we know that people are not being able to afford or have a good standard of living right now. That is why we have been tasked to go over the data that has been collected from businesses and the public to find what the new minimum wage should be. It's been several years since government set Cayman's minimum wage at $6 per hour. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Carsley Fuller. As many local workers are affected by the set minimum wage work in the tourism sector, the minister responsible is encouraging both employees and employers to reach out to the committee. The Honorable Kenneth Bryan. This discussion on minimum wage is a very important one to us all. Um, regardless if you are an employee or an employer, go out there and voice your viewpoints, your concerns, your thoughts to the minimum wage committee so they can take note and give the government, the cabinet, a good report that reflects the viewpoint of all people that are going to be affected by this and all of the community. And just a quick note, the Minimum Wage Advisory Committee is hosting a town hall meeting to gain feedback from the public this Saturday, August 19th at the Aston Ruddy Center, Bluff Road, Cayman Brack. The public is invited to stop by between 12 noon and 4 p.m. to complete the survey or to ask questions. The town hall will also be streamed on the Minimum Wage Cayman Facebook page. That is www.facebook.com forward slash MWKman. The Minimum Wage Advisory Committee can be contacted via email minimumwage at gov.ky. Cayman's cabinet meets to discuss several board appointments and annual reports. Details now from Radio Cayman's Paula Cal. It was at the session the country's leaders reviewed two 2022 annual reports, those for the Ministry of Finance and Economic Development, as well as the Ministry of Border Control and Labor. Cabinet also approved the unaudited quarterly financial report for the first half of the year. Turning to property, Cabinet then gave the green light for the renewal of two warehouse storage unit leases for the Ministry of Education, the part renewal of a lease for work, as well as a sublease for the RCIPS Air Service Unit. In terms of board appointments, Osborne Bodden was confirmed as chair and Joy Vernon as deputy of the Health Services Authority board, while Cabinet approved the removal of Joel Francis as the Minister for Education's representative on the Board of Governors of the University College of the Cayman Islands. Jerome McCoy is his replacement. Finally, the group noted the tax exemption statistics for April, May and June as well as the update regarding the negotiations on the application to modify public rights of way. For Ready Cayman News, I'm Paul Akal. And we'll leave you with this one. The Cayman Islands Red Cross will be hosting its annual golf tournament on Friday, September 1st at the North Sound Golf Club. But this year is an extra special event. Every year we hold our annual golf tournament, which is the largest fundraiser of the Cayman Island Red Cross. 
And this tournament is now celebrating its 25th anniversary. Um, 25 years ago, Peter Melbourne, uh, which is a longtime volunteer of the Cayman Islands Red Cross, founded the tournament in order to raise funds for the organization's uh, critical programs, all going towards supporting our work in the community. Ayala Hananel, Communications and Relationships Manager at CIRC, says this milestone event, Peter Milburn Challenge, hopes to raise $25,000 in honor of 25 years. In programs such as child protection and sexual education, uh, support our seniors, disaster preparedness and response, first aid coverage and training, um, and of course the thrift store community outreach. All funds raised through the challenge and through the tournament will go directly to support all of our community programs. If you want to get involved or donate, visit redcross.org.ky or call 949-6785. That is your latest local news. From Radio Cayman's Newsroom, I'm Shanna Gallego.